Welcome back to the motherfucking Terror Zone podcast. About time, I know, but it is what it is. I'm back. I know you guys miss me. Coming back, it's the end of 2021. I have to do a wrap up. You know, there's been so many people who have reached out and supported the podcast and shared since I put it, uh, the first one out with Dakota's Life back in fucking January. How crazy is that? It's already been a year. But like I said, I give thanks to all who followed along and shared. Anyone who came on, you know, uh, gave me an hour, two hours of their time. Or, like, I've learned a lot from a lot of people. And a lot of history of different people in Detroit hardcore, Philly hardcore, fucking uh, West Coast hardcore. I've talked to so many different people. And I'm very fortunate. And I know... Well, these aren't fucking rock stars, but these people who I've talked to, they all kind of mean something to me. Either I've enjoyed their music, or I've heard what they've had to say, or they're fucking funny. I've seen, you know, whatever, their social media. Like, it's crazy. And there's a lot of history in Detroit hardcore. I know I didn't even fucking scratch the surface this year. Um, That was my intent when I first started thinking about doing the podcast, was to get deep down into the roots of Detroit hardcore and talk to a lot of people who were there from the beginning, who helped shape the scene early on, and uh, it didn't seem to go that way. I'm not mad about that. I like the direction the podcast has gone. Um, I think I was on a mission of... I'm trying to do something that that may not have captured a lot of people's attention because let's be honest, how many people really really care about the roots of Detroit hardcore? You know, a few select of us. I know I do, but even when I, when I've reached out to people who have tried, uh. I'm sorry, when I've reached out to people who I thought would be available to talk about the history or who has been there from the beginning, you know, either they're not available or they're so fucking old they don't use social media or they don't give a fuck because it was so long ago, which is cool. That's all great. I talked to people like uh, Jimmy Doom. You know, he was there, you know, the uh, negative approach days and shit like that. Uh Obviously, Jeff and Roy from Cold as Life. So many people I've talked to that have been there for quite a long time. Uh, I can tell you, I was trying to get uh, Tesco V from the Meat Men. He said he would, but this was uh, way back in in the summertime when you know a lot of people were still nervous and either they haven't gotten vaccine yet. He's old as fuck. You know, probably doesn't have the greatest health, considering all the years of abuse on stage and acting like a crazy person. Or simply just being a crazy person, you know? 
but a lot of people either have have health issues or like I said they they just don't really they don't really care or uh their last experiences uh being in the punk and hardcore scene could have been uh you know bad time of whatever time of life it was it'll bring back fucking memories of things they don't want to think about they've moved on you know decades you know or five ten twenty years and it's just it was hell to them and it was more personal than it was an escape or a place to be with your friends because of whatever drama or uh, losing friends or whatever scene related politics or violence which totally understandable but it's it was cool to talk to what we may consider uh, prominent figures in this thing of ours. It's more than an honor. Like, like I said, they're not rock stars. They don't think they're fucking rock stars. But to the people who are into hardcore, they know who these people are. Like Joe Hardcore, fucking Jeff and Roy. You got Mikey Hoods. Like, these are all people who have done so much for their uh, local, regional, statewide scenes all the way. You know, Mikey Hood, he used to do 150, 200 dates a fucking year. You know, whether it's in a bar with 10 people or in a fucking packed club, you know, with, with 500 people. He doesn't give a fuck. He's down for life. But Joe Hardcore with all the shows he books and obviously uh, This Is Hardcore Fest. And he just put out him and the fucking Richie and uh, uh, the dude who owns uh, Reverb Nightclub. They go out of their way to put on a fucking 21-band one-day festival with all killers. That's time and dedication. And they don't get shit out of it except a good time. And it's like a family reunion for them, which is perfect. It's amazing. It takes so much time to put these things together. And dedication, not because there's in it, there, not because there's anything in it for them, but it could be just because of what, of what they love, and totally understandable. Like the people I see at shows, I consider them friends and family. But when I go home, I still have, I have so much family. And so many people I can count on and rely on. And there's a lot of people into hardcore that don't have family outside of hardcore. And they're okay with that. But it's what they have. It's all they fucking have. So, it's important to keep it going. And it's important to have conversations with the people who put their life into it. Your life and death for me. But. Even being fucking harassed by like Rick to life. Has been an honor. <laughs> he harasses everybody. But uh. For him to. You know because his dumbass is listening to the podcast. So ha. Fuck you Rick. Thank you for listening. You are a crazy person. I'd probably still have a podcast with you. I would do it. I asked you Rick. If you listen to this. I asked you, and you said I'd have to give you $500 and you donated to PETA. I'm not paying no motherfucking anybody for a podcast.
there's a couple other people out there who have said, I charge about $200 an hour to do a podcast. <laughs> Move on, sucker. Not here. But thank you, Rick. I appreciate it anyway. There's been so many bands that have been formed in 2021. Uh, not just in Detroit, but all around, but just to list a few here in Detroit, like uh, Big Deal, there was a ground war was around for a minute. There's iced out. These people, we got D Block, fucking no end in mind, like all killer of bands. And lucky for us, they're right down the street. They play all the time, so there's no excuse for you not to come out and support you old motherfuckers. Come see the new bands doing this shit. Come see the bands that are doing what you were doing ten, fifteen years ago. A lot of people reach out. Who listen to podcasts but don't come to shows. Come to shows. It doesn't matter if you stand in the back. You don't have to be the tough guy anymore. You know, because there's only so many of us. And for people that put in effort, they deserve to have people support them. And 2022 is coming in motherfucking hot. I hope to put out more than I did last year. And, uh, you know, if I do great, if I don't, I don't plan on stopping this. It's just a, it's a hobby. It's a thing when I have time and I'm sure everybody gets that by now. And thank you for sticking around. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being patient when I don't put out podcasts. I try to keep it fun, you know, with the Instagram, but you know, that shit's fucking ridiculous. I almost said retarded. But onward with the podcast I'm putting out. This is just a little wrap-up intro. Then I gotta talk about my dudes and motherfucking smash your enemies. This is a quick one, about an hour long. They've been around since, I think, 2009 or so. They've always had killer shows. Big Detroit following for fucking, goddamn, dude. 11, 12 years now, which is amazing. I give it up to them. There's been a lot of people through the band. They've had, you know... Well, they're going on on four albums now, which is amazing. They all sound different. They were talking about how uh, Jesse and Brandon finally working together. The band has formed what what kind of uh, Brandon's vision has always been, because he is the longest running original member. I think the only, maybe the only original uh, fucking member. I don't know about now. There might be some people that are back in the band that were before. But Jesse has has his own track record of you know quite a few bands. He had All My Blood back in the day. He sang for fucking Called His Life for one point for like a year or two, which is amazing. And uh, he's always been one of the dudes that were always cool as fuck to me from like almost the jump. Like look back, you know, seventeen, eighteen years ago. Seeing him at shows, he always gave me the head nod. What's up, bro? Thanks for coming out. Because I always liked his bands. I came and supported. So it was nice to get the respect back of showing up to his show and spending my money to see bands that I like and buying their shirts and their demos. And just to get the respect back was so amazing. And without people like him, like you wouldn't feel inclined to come back to his show because he's so fucking nice and cool 
and welcoming. On the other hand, there has been people who are straight dickheads that make you don't want to go to shows. Or, like, when people make a violent for people who are new, they see it and they're totally turned off. Ugh, I went the other direction. I like the violence and the fucking fights and the chaos back when I first started going to shows, but it's not that great because people are fucked up. That's not normal. It's not good. So it's nice to see that shows aren't as violent as they have been in the past. Anyway, 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 on with motherfucking Smash Your Enemies. Detroit Hate Metal. I heard some of their new songs. They're sick as fuck. Yeah, the new album comes out... Uh, March 4th, I believe. We we got confused. March 3rd, 4th, 5th. Who fucking knows? But they're having an album release party March 5th for sure. It's a Saturday at Parts and Labor in Melvindale. Luckily, that's six minutes from my house. The new album is a five songs and an intro. And, uh, it's, it's just fucking good shit. I'm not a metal guy. It's really good crossover. It fits together. With what I, you know, there's a fine line for me when it when it turns into metal, metalcore, and I just fucking shut it off. It's just, it's not for me. I don't like metal. I don't fucking like metal. So what? I don't like death metal. I don't like black metal. So what? Shit sucks to me. But wrapping it up, listen to this podcast. Brandon and Jesse from Smash Your Enemies. Two cool fucking dudes. They're on Upstate Records. The new album, Genocide is what it's called. I was trying to think of it while talking. I was wasting time trying to get it out. I'm not perfect, guys. I look perfect. I talk perfect. But I'm really not perfect. On with the show. Thanks again. Continue to listen. Share it. Follow it. Fuck with it. Go to shows. Buy tickets, buy merch, buy albums, buy CDs, punch people, punch somebody else, punch your mom, fuck you. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See you in 2022. How are we doing, camera? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I got the background. Shit. Cool. Cool. I like it. Hard working today. Oh, yeah. Man. No, no, I got to change it up. You know, I haven't done... A lot of people don't really pay attention to the videos, but I like the videos. I like how it looks. I like you seeing do. my people coming over it's and cool. shit. For yeah. sure. So it's all good times, man. Just I finally mean, you, got some fucking new shit. You got two sexy motherfuckers right here, too. <laughs> two sexy motherfuckers. Sexy. You know I mean? If you ask oh, me. So what's new? It's been almost two years or over it's two years since the new album. Man. It's this fucking pandemic, you know. Yeah, yeah. kind of fucked everything it up. Did. Yeah, like you had uh, what was the album that you put out in twenty nineteen? Become, Become Death. Death. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And you did maybe three, four, five shows after that. You couldn't really promote it much because shit got yeah. shut the fuck yeah. down. I'll say we did our CD release show. Um, well, we did Chicago. And then we yeah Chicago, and yeah. that was it. So about three shows. Yeah. Fuck. Total. You did a bitch, man. Yeah. Well, but we got some hate for you coming. So. Some hate. Detroit yeah, well, hate metal. I'm just saying, you just showed me that shit, and it's 
What do you think fire. about that new shit? I think it sounds really good. It's uh, well produced. Um, it's it's clear. It took like a you know little turn from yeah, yeah. from become death. It's a little sure. more that metallic was intentional. In my... That was intentional. Yeah, but it sounds yeah. fucking good. Like me, I don't I don't like really metal that much. Like I can give a fuck about Pantera. Oh my god. Or oh, or, or, or what is that? Black Label Society. Right. They can fuck off. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my god. We might as well just pack it up. Grab me that machete. <laughs> we might as well pack it up. <laughs> no, without Pantera. Oh my yeah. Slayer. Kings of fucking. You gotta give me Slayer. I do like Slayer. I like Slayer. I okay. had a Slayer shirt, but I, I knew like four songs back in like eighth grade. I had a Slayer shirt. Though. People like, how many songs do you know? You're a poser. Like, make oh, fun shit. of me and shit. But, see, I love, you gotta start yeah. somewhere. I know? love metal. Yeah. It's just as much as I love hardcore. I love metal. And the bands that have done that crossover, it, you know, Marauder and mm-hmm. All Out War, yeah, all them sure. dudes, yeah. I've just always loved and, and friends with. And, you know, for sure. I love it. And that was like, All Out More Marauder, that was like, the transition yeah. from like metal to like fucking beatdown, it seemed kind of too like early or like mid nineties. It really wasn't like, like heavy yeah, breakdowns. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, even like even like hate breed and shit though. Like early yeah. hate breed. That's like where it. I mean, and Jorge's singing. You know, Marauder is like oh, yeah. metal. You they can fucking for me pass. It's just metal. Okay. You know what I, mean? well, I, well, I shit, maybe so. I got it wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have I you like listened it. to Master Killer? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. It's a, it's just a, God. I love it. I fucking do Master Killer. Like that's uh. I mean, if you call it metal, I always thought it was like New York hardcore, New York metalcore. See, I, I think New York hardcore. I think Chromax yeah. and Raw. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's more like punk. Shit. Yeah, that's for me when I'm thinking hardcore. Okay. When I think of New York hardcore, you know them dudes. But metal, I think Marauder more for New York. You know? Yeah. Either way, but if Jorge didn't sing for them the whole time, right? Did he? No, no, no. No, should they go way back? Who's the first singer that bed? Minus, I, oh. I think Minus is the yeah. original singer. If there's a dude before him, I don't know him. Okay. As far as I've known, I've known Jorge since the mid '90s. He's been singing he since it, then. Though. He brings it. And big shots out to Jorge Rosado. I love you, brother. Yeah, shout out to those dudes. Fuck. So I mean. So, so, how many new songs are coming up on the new album? I just got to hear, what, two just now, or was that three? We got two? six with an intro. Oh, six with an intro. Well, interlude. Interlude, yeah. Interlude, some bangers. Yeah. And the, where'd you guys record it? And uh, any, any special producers, anybody yep. to help you guys yep. out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we can tell. Yeah, we yeah. did our uh, vocals at Soundsmith Studios with uh, Tone. Big um, Tone Low. Uh, the drums were done in Chicago at Andy, with Andy uh, from Bricktop. Bricktop. Um, Josh Schroeder did the... Mixing and the mastering. The mixing and the mastering. And uh, guitars were done with Mike Hasty from Walls of Jericho. Okay. Cloud City. Heavy hitters. Yeah. Back yeah. to Cloud City. Yeah. Good so. shit, man. Back to Cloud City. Oh, fuck. So, like I said, it's been a long time. You guys have been fucking put a show on in forever. And you got a, a CD release coming up. Yeah, yeah. March. March 5th. March 5th. March 5th. At, uh, Parts and Labor. Parts and Labor. Melvindale. Come out. Sorry, Justin. No, it's going to be a good time, man. It's yeah, gonna be we're going to have time. fun, man. Justin's my homie. Yeah, dude, I've known him since way back, like the Floyd's days. Me and that dude just were in my blood days. You yeah, know, back when yeah. You, yeah. Bro, we used to work at the hospital together. Oh, no shit. When I worked in De- Oakwood Hospital in Dearborn, that, me and Justin worked there together. That's where I first met Justin, before shows and shit. 
What would you do at a hospital, Jesse? I worked Walk a few different. Scare people. I dude, I did a few times. <laughs> I worked a few different jobs there. Most of my, I did the ER transporter. Okay. Yeah. So they pushed around people that are fucked up, or people coming in. Like, okay. They red level, go to red level trauma type Holy shit. shit. Yeah, I seen some wild shit there. Bro. Oh man, especially being like right on the border, like Detroit and shit. Yeah. Well, it's a red level center, so we get all that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, being so close to that. Yeah, I've seen kids get shot up, Fuck like yeah. dead kids. <clears throat> People coming in, you know, just craziest shit you ever think of. Yeah. yeah my uncle does, like, a, well, he was a, a security guard at Oakwood and Dearborn. What was his name? Uh, Tim Parker. Tim Parker. Tim Parker. He's a little short motherfucker. He thinks he's a cop. Shout out to my Uncle Tim if he listens. Sounds familiar. <laughs> he thinks he's a cop. He's a... He running that shit, running around How like a cop. How long ago was that? Uh... Probably less than ten years ago. Okay. So. Oh, but, I know him for sure then. Okay, yeah. I seen him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to, but he like sneak pics and shit. He shows some crazy shit. Like, yeah, <gasps> that's the same shit we would see. Yeah. I seen some wild shit in there, man. Yeah, some motherfuckers get like attacked by dogs and, and gunshots and like what the fuck, nasty, scary shit. A lot of shit in there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking Smash Enemies has been around forever. When did that band? So when did you guys start? Because you haven't been in it the whole time. This shit probably started yeah. 05, I'm 06, new edition. 07. We did, uh, we did two records before Jesse. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great Midwest, Friend Kill, and uh, Life Sentence. We've been around since uh, 2008. 2008. Early 2008. Fuck, man. And then how'd you, how'd you guys come about? I know you've been friends fucking forever, but how did the, uh, was it invitation or would you want to just like collaborate us, on something? Yeah. Us together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right at the end of uh, with me with Coda's life, and then with it was maybe about not even a month later, Brandon just hit me up, and we started talking on the phone about it, and you know, knowing the potential it could be, you know what I mean, with with his writing, my writing, putting it together, and because before, like when I would go see Smash, I was always telling TJ, his brother, how impressed I was by. The vocals, you know what I mean, by Brandon. And it's hard to have two singers in a band. Absolutely. You know, it is very hard to make that work. And uh, we, we figured we'd give it a shot. You know, we started just practicing, seeing how it was going. It was it was perfect. And it just you know? fit. Yeah. Literally like a glove. Now we just, <laughs> ha- we can, we just have it down so cold now that, you know, we don't even have to. I know what he's doing before. He knows what I'm doing. Hell you know what yeah. I mean? I know when he, when he needs me and he knows when I need him. Fuck, well, I mean, you know, from uh, Become Death, like, that shit, like, I didn't even hear the album. Like, I seen you guys with Hoods, like, in July, before you even put anything out, like, on the record. I, I was like, what the fuck? That was the first time I seen you guys together. I was fucking blown away. It's time for a change-up. That was yeah. our growing pain right there, was yeah. Become Death was more raw. This album is, like, our potential. This just, should, this, what, the genocide will show you what, a fo- what we did focused. Mm. You know what I mean? I like it. Um, like you said, you can call it. Detroit hate metal. I like Detroit the hate words. metal. That's Detroit for hate sure. Metal all day, and it's got the breakdown. Still, you can fuck people up and yeah. have a Has good that time. that metal right? feel? You know, it's got stuff for the hardcore kids, and mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of everything in this record. Yeah, genocide. We played that King show March with 3rd. with uh, our last city release show, and a lot of metalheads were there, and they really got into our shit. And we we right. were aware of that. We were self aware that you know we can tap into other genres. Anytime we want, you know what I mean. We we can do that easily. It's good to change shit up too. Yeah, because you, know? you don't want to you don't want to be that band to put out the same fucking record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many times can you do the you same know? shit? So, how many times you gonna take that horse around the same track? <laughs> you know what I mean. Which a lot of people do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I think it, it, that's bullshit. But, yeah, you know, 
you got to love what you do too, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially for your own growth as a band too. Like, Absolutely. To do something different and really focus on a different sound. It's fucking so different. I think, you you know. Uh, well, there's a few on there we didn't show you that would remind you of okay. Become Death More. Yeah. We kind of showed you two of more of the metal ones, you know, I guess you could say. But there were some songs like War for War, which we have a video coming That's up coming soon out. for. Yeah, they'll be out on uh, Upstate. They're going to do it. Yeah. Video that would remind you a little more of okay. Older Smash. Shout out to Mario and Kim, by the way. Yeah, Upstate, upstate in the house. Yeah, I was going to say you guys are still, still fucking with them, still on the label. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Upstate. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good man, they got so many fucking bands on that label. It's crazy, and, uh, yeah. You know, it's it's all all yeah. all good hardcore shit, oh, man. It's yeah, metal. What they got? What they got? Leeway and Bashiri brick by brick. Huh? Shirio yeah. Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got uh, gloves off. Yeah, gloves off. Gloves yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan Bushido Cole was just here with uh, Annie Up. But I I yeah. seen him back in. Big shouts out to Derek like and Kyle over my homies. Pennsylvania at that uh at that fucking uh hardcore jam. Okay. In Pennsylvania, man, they're but they got a big fight. Are they from Pennsylvania? I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, because yeah. people are going fucking crazy for them. They rip, dude. They're good dudes, they man, too. I was yeah. off Solid that dudes. Yeah. Nice. I, I know Derek pretty well, and I know Kyle out. pretty well. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So shouts out. Shouts out. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh. So what's new? Uh. With anything, man, you guys. Haven't been to many shows because the pandemic and just fucking yeah. living life. Just like I said, I just went out and uh, he did, yeah, he just, just went, went to that, that show. Yeah, just went out. To oh, that oh show and uh, you know, singers don't thing. go out to shows all the time. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, no, but it was it was cool to be uh, be back at a show, man. I mean, that was my first one back. I mean, I know they've been back for a minute, but right, yeah, you, know, you busy. Yeah. You got married. Congratulations. Got married. Thank, you. Thank you. Shout out to my wife, Crystal. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, man. I mean, it was good going out to a show and you know, just. Getting that vibe, you know, that, feeling that energy, just feeling it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, made me want to get back at it. So, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. You put out a smash show. It's oh, been yeah. a while, dude. It's been a while. Actually, today to get me a little excited, I was going back in the YouTube vault of. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> you can see some shit. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. A one show, like it's like a December of like 2010 at the of uh, Modern Exchange, man. Oh shit! And uh, just when somebody. <laughs> Dumped a garbage can like on the ground. There's so much trash on the fucking ground. I'm gonna cut out that. I'm gonna post this. And this is the old Smasher enemy. Yeah. Now they're they're old men now. They don't want them. Yeah, we're great. we're old now. <laughs> I got my long socks on. You know what I mean? <laughs> you long socks. Yeah, man. I got my long boys on. You know Good. What I mean? Prepared for the winter. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just getting started. Today's yes, the it first yep. day of winter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's so coming. Fifty on Christmas though, man. Oh, is it? Crazy. I don't even look at them. I don't even care. Like, like December, are the roads good? I look at the roads. I drive a truck and shit. It's so. like we jumped over winter right now. Went right to spring, don't it? It was like sixty degrees two days ago. It does feel like one of those one of those times when you're like, all right, finally winter's breaking. You remember when we spring were kids? It was fucking snow. Oh yeah, what a fucking snow. Oh hell yeah. It ain't like that no more. No, no, no. it's not. We get about two weeks of snow and it's back to summer. <laughs> I'm happy with that. I don't give a fuck. I fucking hate the snow. Global warming. I hate being in that heat. Though, it's global warming. I it could be. I don't yeah. know. I don't know nothing about that. It's shit. the government. I like the cold. It's all the government. Like it's the all the government. It is. They fuck with everything. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I don't know, man. What uh? What got, man? I got nothing. All I got. Oh yeah, I want to ask you guys. We want to go back in time, back in time, back. You know, because we did a podcast before, but some shit happened. It got fucked up. We couldn't put it out. Um. We went back in time a little bit, but I don't know. 
seeing as you guys evolved to both end up be singers of this fuck crazy ass band, how are you guys as like as like kids, like teenagers, like uh, were you were you good kids or bad kids? You know, were you were you little shit starters in school causing trouble or I was I was minding your own business. You want to go first? I was um I was a pretty good kid. I didn't start no shit. I got I mean. I got picked on a lot in school coming up, you know, um, in like grade school and oh, stuff. Yeah. And that, you know, um, kind of made me who I am now. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, I was a good kid. You know, I didn't, I didn't really fuck with nobody. Nobody no. fucks with me now. You know what I mean? Good. Yeah. yeah I mean, you good boy too. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'd like to say. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Never got caught. Is that yeah? yeah. No, I wasn't That's a bad it. kid, man. Um. You know, he's yeah. a, a good old boy. I was just I mean, trying was, to survive my childhood. Yeah, yeah. that's that was know, it, man. For me, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, well, I drink so much water. It's like it's like a problem. I'm doing a podcast. I just I just keep drinking water. I don't know. It's like nervous. Hey, tick it's or good something. for you. I don't know what man. it's about. I'm like You're more water. In a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll be. In no, no, I'm a truck driver. I can you, hold you, you go piss. I'll interview. Like, I'll interview Brandon. And he can interview me. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and the song you did show me is got your brother TJ on the mic. I really like oh, that yeah. fucking song, man. Shout out TJ, Detroit Boxing Bird. Company. Yeah, for sure, man. He put out some good shit. You know, uh, his shirts he does. He gets those little oh, yeah. little collaborations with fighters and shit. Yeah. Man, that's and cool. He's that doing he, his thing, man. He's able to get that he's going doing on. His thing. Did you hear his uh, verse on there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's powerful lyrically. You know, I yeah. look at the lyrics first for anything. For sure. And what he's saying in that verse, man, it's real. It's a real deal, you know? Yeah, just a he said. He said death is appealing when there is no escape. I mean, just that right there. You know what I mean? You know motherfuckers live with that day in, day out. It's you know what I mean? Another addict, another day. Another addict, another day. Yeah. Your life's the cost when you play this game. I mean, that shit right there is, you know. Just that's that's just life. That's life. Or? That's life rolled up in that's three that's lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that song's about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You and, know, he, and he means what he's saying. For sure. A lot of motherfuckers don't mean yeah. shit they say. It's all it's all just fucking bullshit. TJ means that shit. I mean that shit. Brandon means that shit. You can tell the, the real ones from the fake ones. Oh, and, yeah. And when he's singing that shit, TJ means that shit. So every time I know he's about to drop something on a smash, I'm all in. I'm all excited, you know. Me and Brandon are like waiting like Christmas, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know Especially who... coming from a non, like... It ain't like how me and Brandon are used to writing and used to doing shit. TJ's just doing this, you know, on an off player, day. Right? Yeah. He's a guitar player writing this kind of heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes back to that uh, whatever song on the old album. Uh, was it Bloodshed that he wrote on too? Or what song was that? He, yeah, he was on uh, Bloodshed. The streets. Okay, yeah. No, it was Bloodshed. Was it Bloodshed? Yeah, it was Bloodshed. Yeah, we did that last verse. We talk about snitches and shit. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Calling, calling the motherfuckers out, you know. That's well, what he's doing. Well, you got to. You got to let, you know, and whoever hears it, do they know who he's... Oh, yeah, yeah he you're ain't, listening. He ain't fronting. You know what I mean? No. You, know, you, know, no need you don't to, talk no, shit. Yeah. You just, you no. know what I mean? We ain't going to name no names, but no. you know who the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. But, you know, that's old news anyway. Absolutely. We move old on. News. Just get ready for genocide. Get ready for genocide. And, and the upcoming stuff we're about to do got europe in the works yeah oh, no shit yeah, we got a big announcement coming on the 20th puerto rico in the works puerto um, rico that's been in the works for a minute like that was yeah, supposed they to... announced it and uh 
I guess, you know, COVID ramped up again back over there. So we're going to push it a couple more months ahead. So okay. yeah. we'll get over there soon. COVID really put the brakes it, on it a did, lot. Man. Mm-hmm. Not just music, but, you you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things are happening. Yeah, and it fucked a lot of people up, like, mentally, too, just yeah. being trapped in their house and yeah. shit. Yeah. And especially I got kids, man. It's hard. Oh, yeah. Hell, they yeah. We can't get out. They can't do shit. We can't go nowhere. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, you, Especially yeah, anybody who has any sort of underlying conditions, it's just even. And my daughter does exactly. She has cystic fibrosis. So. Like you said, I knew some. Yeah, like, no, some there. Yeah, like breathing and shit. So yeah, yeah. that ain't nothing to fuck with. You gotta, nope. you gotta keep stay yeah, careful. Yeah, gotta be careful. And uh, I mean, think I don't know. Is it gone? Is it coming back? It's up and down, left and right. And New nobody. variants, you know. Yeah, man. it's like shot twenty boosters. The fuck yeah. over it. Yeah, let's get with the fucking. Let's get with it. Wrap it up, yeah. guys. Let's wrap, wrap it up. Fuck let's up. get. But you know, there's too much money in that. You know what I mean? I that you know you know they, everybody has their opinions, but why would they fuck get rid of all that? Hey, government we can, funding. We can think differently and still be friends. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but yeah, I mean, let's get let's get on with it. You know? Get on with it. Get on with what? What do you want to talk about? I'm just saying with... Oh, yeah. <laughs> with life, man. Yeah, like, it's been a go. long time. Yeah. Almost two you know, years. And you've like, no... Life's short already, so, you know, every day you need to fucking live it. Yeah, exactly. If anybody wants to take whatever I wanna, risk... I want to acknowledge how fucking hard that Code is Life Borland Hard album came out. And that Tyrant one. Oh, yeah. Dude, those look fucking unbelievable. Yeah, and a shout out to the A three. Big guys shout out to fucking Coda's Life and Tyrant. I see you. Yeah. Wow. Who's the third one over there? Uh, MH Chaos. You guys get with them I yet? I can't see it. Oh, yeah. MH Chaos. It's a Chicago hardcore band. I had never heard of them, dude. Never heard of them. Oh, bro, they're fucking sick. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna check, check them out. out. They're sick, dude. Uh, I've seen them a couple times. Uh, I went to I went to their um, CD release show. Uh, back in November in Chicago, because uh, is this flyer right here? It's such a sick show, dude. The Section Hate, one on one, the Queensway, Des Madre. They're from LA, and uh, Sectors from Chicago too. And MHK. I did a few shows with Queensway. Uh, okay, uh, they're they were really cool. They played a few shows with us in Europe. Nice, yeah, that band's fucking rad, dude. They're cool as hell. Really cool kids. You're wild motherfuckers too. But I got some old flyers up here. This is for Alvin's Ooh, days, dude. Yeah, Alvin, yeah. Shannon Realm and Hoods and Donnie Brook. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking eulogy. <laughs> eulogy, yeah. That ain't shit no more, is Fucking it? Horny. They put out life sentence. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys were on that shit. Yeah, yeah. They posted are they the still are they still out or no? I don't know. I, I really don't know. No, I they went under. <laughs> A lot of record labels you do. I mean, unfortunately, but well, good or bad people. Hey, not are, upstate though, uh, baby. Not us. Not no, Mario. They're running the game. I think they just won some kind of fucking yeah, award. They, uh, label of the label year. year. New label of the year. Oh no shit. Yeah. Good for them, man. Good for them. That's no, fucking Mario. Mario, you can send awesome. us our plaque whenever you want. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mario and Kim are literally amazing people, man. Yeah. They're, they're cool good people. Yeah, real good people. Yeah, did they just have that that upstate like showcase or some shit in New York? Did that yeah. just happen, yeah. or did it get canceled too? No, I know that, that happened. happened. Yeah, I think it just happened. Okay, like a month ago. Yeah, I'm not sure. Why don't you guys go? I'm play? old. I don't follow okay. Facebook and Instagram and all that shit no more. I'm going back to the old days. You know, I want to hear about. I want to hear about it. Not you know. Old days. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, motherfuckers get likes and. Flooded, man. Like, yeah. It is. It's all stupid it's all shit. Propaganda. <laughs> For so, sure it is. I mean, yeah, the band could have nine thousand likes, but hey, it's trash. You got you know my know? fucking number. Give me a call. Yeah, give me a text, man. Dude, uh, it's it's hard. Like, 
he's got like family on Facebook and like Instagram. I got it because the fucking podcast shit. I don't yeah. even post on my personal one really anymore. I still have Facebook, but that's but uh, it's and like, I share it with my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's so annoying. Like I catch myself just uh, mindlessly scrolling, opening it yep. every five minutes because I'm bored. Yes. And yes. It's, it's a terrible thing. You know, it's, it's not. It's probably great. the biggest thing I think that has disconnected people as a whole is yeah. is not just the phone, but like. Everybody's on that phone with a million friends, mm -hmm. but not really. You're not really with these people, you right. know. I'm at my house. You're at your house. Everybody's on there. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not. It's it's disconnecting. It is for sure. And then when you were in like a room, what's up? Is that new? Oh, uh, I got it back last fuck November or something Bad like ass. that. Thank you, thank you. I got it about a year ago. Who did that? Uh, Justin Tyler. Uh, he used to be at Harlequin, and I think he opened his own shop, like Mount. Mount Clemens or somewhere now, but uh, nice. he did most of this arm here. Actually, almost all of it, except oh, yeah. the, this barbed wire and that. Whatever, it's too hard to pop this button. Nobody cares. You can see my tattoos. <laughs> but Justin Tyler did a uh, Kyle Hath. He did the other shit, and he's a fucking sick artist too. He has his own shop down Where's by. Where's he out of? Uh, he has his own shop. And down by MGM on the other side of I seventy five, he some it's like a, yeah, a screen printing shop, but he has like a studio on the back of it. It's all it's all oh, nice shit. and sanitary. It's fucking it's a nice little spot. He's the only artist there, you know. He like rents the back from this fucking guy, kind of like my boy Chico. Chico. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a it's a, a six spot. He's always backed up, Kyle, motherfucker. It's like yeah. it's like three six months and shit. It's crazy. I'm like, well, I mean, good. good for him. Yeah, not good for say, me. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Oh yeah. yeah. It's just so many artists are there's, always backed there's up. There's yeah. There's a lot of. I have a tattoo appointment in like two months, but I had it for six months ago. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's just so hard to get in. Yeah. I'm getting. Old. You got room left? A little bit of room, not much. <laughs> yeah. Not much. I'm doing the white in my black arm, and I'm putting a bunch of shit in it. And shit. Oh but yeah, yeah. I'm like tattooing over tattoos. Okay, yeah, you're you're pretty much blacked out on one side. My whole right? left arm is black. Okay, know? so I'm gonna put white. In it and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. This seems like a thing. A lot of people will get their shit blacked out, or they'll do like uh, like they'll miss spots. Like I seen this dude, he had a tattoo. Brandon got some shit blacked out. Half black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they'll miss like it's like they'll put a design and they just won't black that part out. It's like yeah. they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but it's just like whatever old tattoo is underneath, yeah. or right, or they'll yeah. do it with white, but it still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> old yeah. tattoos. Literally, I mean, if, fuck that laser shit. I mean, I don't know. I got a few things lasered off, but yeah, how'd that feel? I mean, it didn't feel good. Dude. <laughs> it's know, a laser yeah, burning. I mean, it burn your fucking tattoo out. But yeah, I don't know. That's one time. Uh, uh, just one session? Yeah. But. How many would they would they say you should go to to get something like totally removed? Because that's what, like maybe 70% still there? Or like 50% oh, yeah. still there? Yeah. It's at least yeah. 50 But yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. Fucking John Music gets uh, lasered all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to John, Big man. Johnny. Big John. But yeah, I mean... I don't know. He he Big got John? some stuff uh, lasered <laughs> off, and it took him a few sessions. So, yeah. John Music's the man, though. Doctor Music. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Whatever happened with uh with Born to Hate? That sort of just fell apart, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everybody just, got busy because of pandemic. And yeah, shit. everybody got kind of busy, and yeah. I'm just I'm at that age, man, where I'm just you know I'm almost fifty, bro, and I'm not trying to do a bunch of different things mm -hmm. and. I'm just right now like Smash got a lot of stuff going on, and I'm trying to just 
do that, be my focus. When you got a bunch of things going on with other bands, it's hard to be everywhere. You know yeah, what I mean? for and sure. I, I like the band that I'm in to be doing what it should be doing. You know what I mean? And I love all them dudes. They're all good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it was just, it's too hard to juggle, you know, two, three bands at a time. And them dudes were in other bands as well. You yeah. Know I mean, Mike's got Walls of Jericho and Matt has Wolf Hook and, you know, <clears throat> and John has, John got a new band that was there. Or I don't know, maybe not. I, I may not be said yes. I don't know. John's it, got John. John's got something. I was about to say John's got oh, something. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's it just it is what it is. I love you know I love all them dudes you know. Yeah, man. Uh, but it's well, just I mean, hard you did to that little over. demo. That shit was fucking sick. Uh, yeah, with American, American Terror. Terror yeah, know. yeah. I still got one unopened right in my fucking. Hell yeah, my, man. Had a bunch of stickers and shit. Hell yeah. Me and Matt, on we it. worked our asses <laughs> off on that. You know, yeah. a lot of those songs were going to be on the New Coast Life record. Nice. Okay. You know, so me and Matt. It was really a goal to put those songs out, mm-hmm. you know. Right, because they're already you already got them going. So. Yeah, we already had them on in you know the burner, so we wanted to drop them, mm-hmm. and uh, and we did. You know? Yeah, well, that's good though that you didn't want to half-ass anything, so you sounded to stick to one thing just to put yeah put your all into one specific band. Yeah, which is yeah. a good thing you know, for the rest of the and, people in that band. And I'm and dude, like I'm you know you, you gotta know, be there. For, I'm married. I have kids. I have, you know, everybody at this stage got their whole, you know, their life going on. So it's hard to do that. You know what I mean? For sure. Well, got to be there for your bandmates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll have a reunion. I don't know. Uh, that'd be a, fun. A reunion show from our one show. Right. How many shows you guys do? You played at the Trumpet I think we Plex, played three. And you played with Agnostic Front. We played in Iowa. Yeah. I think, uh. The name I can't remember the name of that place, but I was just telling Brandon about that Trumbleplex. Did you come to that show? No, no, I wasn't. There. I thought that place that was my first time in being there, and I thought it was awesome. I I like that place a lot. It's like inside next to a crack house. Yeah, it looks like you're like going into a fucking crack house. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, is this the fucking venue? They're, <laughs> they're like, dude, this is it. It was, you know, you could tell it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah, it had that feel of punk hardcore, you know. So, for sure, like, so I used to go there probably like oh five, oh six, oh seven, just because my friend was like, he's like a dirty, like hippie punk, yeah, punk, like train jumping, spray paint weirdo, yeah. and uh, they would have like these like what they call like folk, or it's like anarchy folk or like folk anarchist music and shit. It's like uh, it's like acoustic, but it's like screaming about like overthrowing the government, like being weird, and so they knew what was going on. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But it was such like a fucking dirty hippie place. It's like a squat house, you know. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So there's like two houses, and then like you walk in between them to get to the back to the venue. That's like yeah. It's there's like a the two houses garage. on the side, mm-hmm. which to me were like look like straight up crack house. Oh, oh, they're so gross and scary. And then the, there's this little thing in the middle. Yeah. And I thought it was perfect for what we did. You know? uh, yeah, man. It was one of the first times I went there. I was, you know, drinking like forties of King Cobra, yeah. like sixteen, seventeen, and there's this this fucking big fat bitch in a fucking bikini top, and like she was wearing like a thong, but she was like bigger. I'm a big motherfucker. She was bigger than me, just her stuff. Like a big ass watermelon stretch mark. She had a mustache. I was wow. Like, oh. I, was, I was like, where am I right now? Wow. <laughs> but disgusting. I place. think that'd be a good venue for Smash to eventually. Oh. Dude, then pull the plug so bad. Well, I'm surprised you guys actually got to fucking play there. Like, because the story, like I said, like, 
It's like folk, like anarchy music or like punk. We rock played bands. with a couple. It was a couple hardcore bands, a couple metal bands. Yeah, we played with it. It was a great time. Yeah, yeah. And the most of the time, it's like a, it's like a donation show. It's like either a exactly. pay if you can or not. Well, I don't even think we charge. I mean, I, don't, I think yeah. it's like five bucks. Okay, yeah, it's like five or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember, it used to be a real big dickhead back in the day too. So, so if they would have like a. Whatever this band, uh, uh, Defiance Ohio, played there before, and uh, you know they're like acoustic and like they were like harmonicas and shit, like big basses, and uh, I would just like start like, smashing people like I'm at like a hardcore show, yeah. just like fucking people. It's like not even a breakdown. But I was like punching hippies and acting like a dickhead, and uh, they're like, "Yo, you need to calm down. Like this isn't a hardcore show." I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm gonna fuck shit up, and then uh. A Razzle Dazzle flip, uh, I played there before too. You guys know them, right? Yeah, yeah, Razzle yeah. Dazzle, and you know they're kind of fun, like eh, the punk hardcore. But yeah. once again, like the wrong crowd came. Everyone's like smoking weed and drinking, and just <laughs> just fucking mayhem. They're like, "Why do we book this punk or the hardcore show here to fuck destroying the place?" And yeah. that's what it is. Smash your enemies, destroys place. Well, used to, used to, man. used yeah, to, used to. No, that shit put a damper on this band for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of hard to get out of. You know what I mean? Like we still bad run. reputation. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, yeah, it kind of took a while to get out of that. So right. Well, back in the day, you know, a little more. It, it was so much different. But immature. Yeah. You know, you're not like, really grown up. Now, you, know. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's definitely me with not my the blood. same. Same shit. You're barely an adult. You know, yeah. just having a good time. You know, fucking shit. <laughs> Those are the good days. It's still good. It's gonna get better, you guys. Yeah. Like, like, this new shit is hard. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. I wish it. you could hear you the can... whole album, but, like, what you heard is... Yeah, you know. no, that's good enough. You know, give you a little taste and something to look forward to. It's in March, March... Th- March 5th. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, March 5th is a uh, the CD, CD release, release show. show. Okay. Uh, March 4th. I said March 3rd earlier. March 4th uh, is when the record comes out. Okay. Release, yeah. yeah. And it was available for... It's available for pre-order Oh, right still? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Because yeah. I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to jump on that. Yeah. And uh, So that's fucking sick. You got a lot... I'm sure a lot of people from uh, from around here that are looking forward to hear some new yeah. shit. It's awesome. Because, like, it, so it's, it's, it's one of those times when you make something and you're like a fan of it yourself. You know, when you put it on, you're like geek to listen to it. It's hard. sometimes hard for musicians to do that, you know? You've been working on it so long that you kind of get, you know, you don't want to hear it no more. Mm-hmm. But with this, every time we put it on, when me and Brandon are listening to it, it's just like it's rehearsing and stuff. It's it's yeah, it's it's so good. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! And I know a lot of that has to do with the production that was put into it from everybody involved. But and uh and and our and Chris, Chris was a big, big maker of genocide. Shout and, out to uh, Chris Norm. Big shout out to Norman. And Miles, the whole everybody in the band, everybody's helped Sean, us. Miles. You know, Sean, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Because it was just about a year ago, you guys were here last. Like we just got done saying, and uh, you're talking about it's supposed to be out. And last March, you guys said hey, you're probably around March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how shit rolls. Oh yeah, but yeah, then COVID shit and yeah, shit I was like say, fuck shit happens, everything. Man, so it's slow, you know, put a slowdown sh- on, yeah. on everything, but yeah. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's officially. I, I yeah. It's official now. It, it's official. And a lot of that was us making it better. You know, we could have took it a lot of easy turns, but we went for the better turn every time. If it meant it was going to take know, us longer, COVID, we did COVID, that. COVID kind of helped out with all that. You know, in a lot of bands should have done this. Like, you know, if you didn't take time to write during COVID, and it's on you. But like, 
we we actually took our time yeah. and really was hitting you got hard. Think, you know? man, you got two singers writing. You know what I mean? Like you know, I've been in a lot of bands, and when I'm just writing, or or he was just writing, it's a lot easier for him or me. But you put two two twos together, it's that's work. Yeah, you know, he can't just write on his own. I'm gonna write on my own. We just it, you gotta be together. Yeah. That's also ask like, how does that. How does that work? Like, do you guys like hear like the music first, and then like sit down together to write? Both ways. Okay. Both. If we hear something, we start brainstorming, or we'll, I mean, we'll just daily. We're writing. Yeah, we're writing. I write daily. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure I speak for him too. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, it's whether it's a one-liner or fucking a whole song. Like, you know, I, I yeah. I got, a lot of this record is topic driven. This whole album is kind of top. Like, we have a, the song "War for War" coming up. Um. This song is about a lot of what's going on in our times right now with with racism, with police brutality, police brutality, with with everything, everything, it COVID, every, yeah, it everything, everything that you're seeing. So we knew, you know, we we wrote that together in a in a format that was, you know, it'll speak for itself. So you won't hear song. this, you don't hear this kind of stuff no more. Period. <laughs> Fucking excited! Look at that look yeah, on your face. You're so period. serious. So serious. I'm, I'm just pumped for everybody here, man. Yeah. You know, it's like you said, it's been a fucking long time, so. He has put a lot of work into it. He's put a lot, a lot of time, you know, for oh, preparing yeah. it and like finding yeah. people to uh, produce it and shit like yeah. that. Like a lot of that, like finding like whoever produced it, like they have a certain thing in their head, and you gotta you probably approve of yeah, yeah, of what yeah, they absolutely. did, how they made it yeah. sound and shit. And that like was it. big for us because we had some big names ready to produce. Yeah, you know, we were, you know, we had Zeus at one point, and then you know we we had a few different people. Uh, we landed with Josh because of the. Amazing work he's done. He's worked with Smash in the past. Okay, but just the Josh stuff that he's done. Yeah, Josh who? Josh Schroeder. I don't know who that is. My bad. <laughs> he did he's all done... the King stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know no fucking executive producers and yeah. Say who? Who's in the band? That's all I know. <laughs> he's done a lot of bands, man. Like a lot of bands from around here. King for uh for the Fallen Dreams. But for yeah. the Fallen, I haven't heard that in a long yeah, time. For the Fallen Dreams, is that even oh, a band? Any? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, actually, I, I, no I really idea. don't know. Who is in that band? I know. I feel like I know the people who is in that band. I just remember them playing a lot of shows back in the day. I remember. I, I don't know. Yeah. I remember the name. I don't know them dudes. Fuck. It's like a it's like a modern exchange band. <laughs> you know, yeah. for the Fallen Dreams. You know, that place had some big Dude, ass fucking shows place, back in the day. I wish that place was still around. Till that day. place was great. I, I do too. <laughs> It's not just because it was so convenient for me, because it's like two miles away, yeah. but just because, like, you bought, you know, got crazy there a lot of the times. It's like you're going to a fucking hardcore match. You know what I mean? Anything, <laughs> anything could go. Yeah, I played there once with uh, all my Blood Hoods and Hate Inc. I think Tyrant was on that show, and it was a fucking, it was just pure chaos, man. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I just remember if Dougie. The guy who owned that place, Doug or Doug, always walking around with a fucking fire extinguisher full fucking of mace, dude. Mace. Yeah, I've seen that thing released so many yeah. times, dude. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. So he knew, you know, like, but he still booked the shows, like, right. after so many incidents. I, I think it was one of those things that dude didn't have a fucking choice. You know what I mean? Like, he was just trying to keep the lights yeah. on. <laughs> you know he what I mean? No, it's buying his vintage he clothing. In his pocket. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. They used to be penny pinchers back in the day. Oh, way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. A little yeah. thrift store up front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody would just rob it. You right. Oh, fucking. Like, like, show come give on, me like, this weird shirt. ass fucking blouse. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. stealing my shit. Well, I yeah. know you're stealing my shit. 
<laughs> Underage yeah. drinking, fucking fighting. Yeah. Just it was such a riot that place. Yeah. Man, every time you went there, it was. I played something. there once with Sworn Enemy, you know, with all my blood, and that, and it was awesome. Man. Yeah, I think that was at a 2005 March Madness show. Yeah, I believe it was BKC, yep. all my blood, and uh, Sworn Enemy. It yeah, was awesome, dude. So many times at that place. Like I said, like so beyond all the chaos. Like it was just a good time to be yeah. with your friends out in the parking lot. Yeah, whatever, yeah. hanging out, smoking, drinking, or minding your own business, whatever. It's yeah. always something to get into. Somebody's going to be there that you knew, just like yeah. any show. Yeah, it's like good time. That might be the best part of going to shows, man. It's just running into old faces and you know, yeah, all that pre-show shit, all the love, all the hugs, you know. For sure, it, it, the show is dope itself, but for me, it's it's more of the love, more of the friends. You're seeing you seeing friends know? because yeah. it's like. It's no our matter, time to get together, you know? Yeah. And no matter how long this has been, like, since you went to a show, like, you show up at a hardcore show, like, you're going to see 5, 10, 25 people you yeah. fucking know. And, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, so like, you our show up alone it's like our group therapy day. session. You For know sure. I mean? But it is, like, yeah. you know, on, like, a serious note. Like, 100%. Because like, you have the worst day ever, or, like, somebody could just fucking die in your family, or you... So you show up at a show, someone's going to give you a hug, man. When I tell you, <laughs> you know, when I tell you about surviving my childhood, Going to like this, this uh, Earth Movement Recorders live show. I was I was young as fuck, but I was here. Those kind of things are what changed my life, because them dudes, for me, you know, was like an escape from my real reality of what I had to go home to. And on top of it, they're talking about everything I'm going through. Oh yeah. So the relate the relatability with hardcore and then real life for me was just the connection. Yeah, that's why that I put show that fire was fucking. On this wall, that show was such amazing, a crazy yeah. show. Dude, Earth Mover, uh, Coda's Life, Love for Blood. That, that show was fucking unreal. Big shout out to Earth Mover. The Dogs of War. Who else? Dogs of War, Love for Blood, One for One. Uh, fucking crazy. That was you know what? The there was another show. There was another one that's not oh. on there to end up playing. Uh, remember Facetime from Canada? Yeah, they played that. Oh, okay. And they were never seen that awesome. band, but I remember the Face Down was fucking awesome. Yeah. For what year was that? Probably 98, That was 1990, yeah, 98. Earth Mover Cold's Life were just destroyed. Every every time I seen those two together, I seen those two at Pharaoh's together. Holy oh shit. my fucking God, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was all before my time. I didn't start going to shows yeah. like 2004, so. I grew up with Mike, you know, Mike Cool. Oh, Shouts yeah. out to Gook. And he, you know, he brought me along, and then we went to that show and, and at Pharaoh's, you know, and it was Universal Stomp. Earth Mover cold his life, and it was just un, unmatched. Never seen nothing like that. At that time, you know, I was, you know, 16, 17, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, I've seen I've seen, seen the videos of uh, Pharaohs. That place looked like it'd be popping for yeah. Earth Mover. Oh, and, my God. And the, a Universal Stomp, I see. Same them. way, yeah. yeah. Though, that, back then, you know, we used to call it the Big Three. You know, my mm-hmm. generation, it was Universal Stomp, Earth Mover, Coda's Life. And yeah. Seeing them all play together was just, you know, you couldn't beat that at those, at those times. Coda's Life went on stage, people, you know, it was like a airiness in the room. People were, you know, it was, it was, you could feel the energy, you know. Yeah. I never see, seen any Coda's Life with a with Jeff singing, like it was, it's the I only I that's how I never had seen Ron when I grew up. It was seeing Jeff, okay, and it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> it was, I mean, they're my you know, all time favorite hardcore band. And uh, Mike was in the band, and they just were they would put on a show that you could feel, you know, it wasn't just you know, moshing, and, and it was the lyrics, you know, they, what they were doing, 
when they were doing it that was so relevant at that time. Borderland Hard was really, you know, just fit the times of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And and same with Earth Mover, you know, Death Carved in every word. I mean, it, it struck gold, you know. Yeah. I don't think there's no harder bands on the planet than Detroit Hardcore. And I'm not giving no shade in New York, anybody, Europe, nobody. But there ain't nobody fucking with Detroit Hardcore. I don't think so, man. Especially when you've got those. And then you have, like, Brandon's generation. You know, Smash and Tyrant and the Alliance. Hell yeah. And it's like, you know, now there's a new generation. You know, and it's, it's, you just keep it going, you know. Yeah. It's all about respect. For sure. And you always fuck. It was really weird to, it's like going back in time, back in October when, uh, when, uh, the Alliance and uh, Let It Die did that uh, yeah, reunion yeah. show, dude. Where were you guys at? Hiding in your basement with a mask on still? No, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm on my Xbox, dog. But No, no I'm joking. I'm joking. I told Joe. I told Joe if he would do Hyde, I was there. Oh, okay. I'm uh, more of a Hyde. I love Hyde was my one of my favorite bands. Okay. Well, a little bit earlier. Yeah, know. yeah. I like the Alliance. They're awesome. But uh, Hyde was my shit. When okay. Joe had Hyde going, I just, that shit. That, it was kind of like what we're doing with Genocide. More metal, hardcore. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. Honestly, my wife was working and I couldn't get the day out. You right. know? For me to go to a show now, it has to be, every, the stars have to align yeah. the right way. Oh, dude, I know what you're and saying. And my wife's like, if if you're not playing it, you're babysitting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So For sure, I get it. Yeah. I get it, but there's a lot of shows that had to be missed. Over I want to see, like, I haven't seen Enemy God lately. I've never seen D-Block yet. Uh, my homies are in that band. I've seen them. Yeah, Suffocate yeah. Faster with my homies. We played a show with Suffocate Faster and I'm Broken Wings over here at uh, some little club over here. That's the same show. Different flyer. Okay. Yeah, different flyer. Did you come to that uh, that show when we played in um the Floyd's Bar? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That was a good time, man. Yeah, that was the first time I ever CDC got to a played that show. show. <laughs> that was CDC. Okay, CDC, All My it, Blood. It wasn't no, it was I'm Broken Wings, not Suffocate Fat. It was All My Blood, CDC, and I'm Broken Wings. Yeah. And uh, that shit was fucking wild, man. Yeah, in that little basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brandon, dude. I don't think Brandon's ever seen All My Blood. He never got to okay. see my older shit. Yeah. You seen all my blood? I'm fucking fighting with me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't remember. Hey, yeah. I, like I said, I'm old man, dog. You've been in a fucking few bands. I'm old time over here. Uh, no, 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 like no, I was in... that, yeah, I was actually gonna make it out of that show, but I recently recently lost my mother, and that was actually around that time. So uh, yeah, yeah, dude, I asked your Sorry, brother. It was kind of a fucking blur. For no, me, yeah. I did ask your brother if he was gonna. Because he's like, no, they said probably not. Because of what happened with yeah, your mother, yeah. which my condolences, I know how it is. Thanks, man. I mean, hard one to swallow, huh? Yeah, for yeah. It uh, well, well, see, was my mom died when I was when I was three years old, so I don't, I don't really have that pain because I was three, you know, the right, that right. I know, you know, but right. but so my dad did it. He died when I was twenty-one, so I kind of feel, but right. it's like, see, know. I lost my dad when I was younger. Oh, okay, I, yeah, my yeah. mom. But so. they said there's nothing like a like a, losing your mom. You know, your mom's your mom. It's different yeah, yeah. than the dad. So, damn, Ron. I never knew that, man. No, and you know, it's old news, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but, hey, man, but, should... but it makes us who we are, and you deal right. with the grief, and yeah. you know, it gets stronger, or you fucking sit and dwell on it. And, yeah, or, I know. You know. It doesn't get easier. You know, the pain stays, but you gotta keep moving. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a because really nobody gives a fuck but you. You know, say, yeah. you know, like, 
No one, yeah, exactly. The world don't shut down for you. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying. What he and said. I think that's yeah. why hardcore's always give us that fuel to like, that you know, yeah, that that fuel of what we're going through. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay yeah, totally to be, agree. it's okay to fucking, you know, hate the world back. You know, what I mean? hell yeah, it is because you know what we're going through. And we're we're kids. You know, you, we were kids when all this was mm-hmm. happening to us. Yeah. It, what did they think was going to happen? You know what I mean? It's nuts, but at least have a. You go back to hardcore. It's a place you can show up where you, you where whatever grief you had, you feel alone or whatever. You go to a and show, man. And you realize and your not. boys are there. You realize you're not. You know. Yeah. You realize that there's people that you know. It's all pain. Yeah. And everybody, and it's good to, you know, find camaraderie and friends when when you're going to a high school and you don't have any fucking friends where everyone's an asshole. Exactly. Then you can go to where that's where your people are. Where you I was fit in, in high school, dude. High school was the worst for me. Like, Same. I fucking hated that shit. Same I wasn't a jock. I wasn't a cool me guy. Either. I didn't have no fucking friends. I was like, dude, yeah, I, yeah. I hate the world. Yeah. And then you find punk and hardcore. And right. You're like, no, I can really hate the world. Yeah. <laughs> and they understand me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's so weird because, and once you find whatever scene you were in back in the day, and like and then I started looking at like high school different. Like I started going to shows, getting more comfortable with myself. And, yeah. And some sort of like, confidence like, just from having friends of my own and Yeah. You ever play any bands? No, no. Never? No, never played in the band, never played an instrument? I tried to play guitar. I have a guitar still. Nice. Start a band. Uh, dude. <laughs> look, I had a guitar back when I was a teenager and I gave it up. I played for probably like a year. I stopped playing and then like maybe like two years ago. My aunt had a guitar. It was her son's. I was like, I fucking want that. I'm gonna start playing. Man, if again. you start a hardcore band, your aunt, I'm retiring. <laughs> hey, aunt, that would be the hardest shit. That would be the hardest shit I ever seen, bro. You know, my aunt looks like me, so yeah. <laughs> that would be her. so hard, man. <clears throat> no, I said her son had a guitar, and she was about to throw it away or sell it. I was like, give me that shit. <laughs> you <laughs> go, so you start a fucking band with your aunt. <laughs> oh man. My Aunt Lisa, shout out. Big shout out, out Aunt Lisa. Out. And, uh, Can't uh, wait to hear the material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, she's been through some shit herself. She's got some shit to shit. say. Awesome. Oh, some scary shit. But like you were saying back in, the, in those days, how you were talking about everybody coming together. With, in, in those days, it was a lot more of that. It didn't matter if you were a metalhead or a hardcore kid or this or that. You so could come. now, man. Like, now it, it seems it's all like, like clicks, you know? Like, yeah. Cool kid shit, you know. If you're uh over thirty five, you're not that cool. You know that shit's not. Yeah, yeah, I me, it's like that. Yeah, it's kind of. I show up. I'm it's the weak. weak guy. It's kind of yeah, weak. Yeah, dude. Like, you know I mean? no, ain't nobody got time for that shit. I grew up always. You, you learn to respect the the ones before you. Yeah. You know, you respected you negative approach. It, you respected that, that's real shit. You know, like you gotta give it. Yeah. To get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's weird, like you know, like doing the podcast. There's so many people. That I thought would be down to do it and like and come by and talk shit about Detroit hardcore and you know whatever. It's like there's so many rock stars out there. I don't know. I was like, holy shit! Like you're too cool for me. <laughs> we fuck. Well, <laughs> we I, I guess you're too that. cool, motherfucker. We know a lot about that. We know man. all about that. But it's weird to see like to ask someone to do That's something. That's why you just and fucking what fucks do you it. up is when and you uh, you expect more from you know when you yeah. lose that respect for someone and their integrity. Yeah, you see through them. It's like, damn, man. Yeah. Like, and I understand, like, being busy or, like, whatever. You have your own, like, real life. But you know, I've been doing this shit almost a year now. And yeah. and some people who I really want to talk to, have so much respect for, and I want to do shit and, like, hear stories or ask questions. And they're like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Like, I understand I want yeah. to do it, but it hurt a little. It stings, you know? Yeah. 
just... and there is a there is a you know offense on that. There's two sides to that because a lot a lot of people kind of some stuff's hard to talk about. Some stuff is you know some people yeah like digging into my childhood yeah past, shit, same way you know it's I will talk to you about that shit but like what you're saying same yeah, way it's I hard. understand that too yeah. like you know, there's like, a lot of shit in my childhood that I don't even really I don't even want to ever go back to you know what I'm saying so it's like for sure. It's just one of those questions you're just like, yeah. Yeah. On to the next. But to avoid <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No, that that shit's that that's rock not star cool. shit. Get fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. get the fuck out of here. You, you seen know, what happened to Danzig when he thought that shit was sweet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, homie knocked his fucking Northside King. Northside King, <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> knocked that motherfucker yeah, man, out. Just, but yeah, it is weird, but I'm going to keep doing my thing, talk to who wants That's to talk to me, do, support man. who will support me, I'll support That's you. It. I see you. I move on, like I stung, like You've I said. You've been doing a lot of work, Rob. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, and I, a lot of my friends. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot. Rick and Jam not too long ago, Lenny right. and Joe. Oh, yeah. and Zach on there. Yeah. 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 And those are the people who I've been down with you for a long time. Like, you too, especially. Like, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, I... I started going if you to want shows. Me to you're come, one of the first dudes like to say what's up. If you yeah. want me to come do one, me and you, anytime, Rob. Anything, yeah, always. I know you live close too, so literally two miles away. Yeah, so I'm always whenever, like, man. Yeah, like I took a little break like the summertime. Like shit just gets, gets so bad. I thought I can do like one a week, but it's hard. You know, we got kids and yeah, house, yeah. dude. I know, real life. I know. I was like, this real life me. is a motherfucker. And, and, and I like when I get out of it, but there's not enough in it for it to take up all my time. Right, right. You know, so it's like a fun hobby. Yeah. yeah. And Keep doing it if like anybody that. listens, cool. If you don't, cool. It's yeah. good times for me because I'm just talking shit with like people I like. Yeah. Right. Like I said, I look at it like a selfish way. I'm like, I'm having the best time here. You know, yeah. I get to have the conversation, right, right. you know. Yeah. You have it forever. And, and we get to promote <laughs> like, our new album. Forever. Yeah. yeah. You know, we get to come here and, and use this as a platform for mm-hmm. genocide. Yeah. Which is works out. Both ways, you know. Exactly, it helps us both out, you know. Yeah. And uh, I did notice that whenever I have somebody on, we put it out, they share it. It's like, yeah, their people, you know, to follow it and if I listen along. I'm like, thank you, it's fucking good times. And yeah, and I think, thing, man. yeah, you know, and I, and it was weird because I was thinking at the beginning, I was like, ah, I'm not the one to do this fucking thing. Like someone else should do it, <laughs> you know. It's like I hope somebody would have. But I was like, someone's got to do it. I think like, you, are one one. you are the one. You are the one. You're doing great, Rob. Thank you. Just in the year that it's been, I can tell the, the difference of your whole approach, which is, you know, you're doing really well at it. Thank you. I appreciate it. This uh, is your band. <laughs> this is my yeah, band. Yeah, this is your Fucking band, Rob. This is your thing, man. This is, man. Keep doing what you're doing. For Thank sure. you. And that's what I did say. I said, you know, like back, it's like, I don't have a band. I got nothing to promote. I said, hey, oh, thank I was, goodness. I was, hey, let's talk some shit. <laughs> thank goodness. Well, look how nice it is. Look at this basement. Look how nice this is. You get a band, Rob. All this shit's gone. <laughs> You're gonna have a fucking drum set sitting here. Oh, You're gonna have fucking gear. Yeah, man. Please. I always thought it'd be cool to. That's the cool thing about being a music appreciator is, I miss that part. I miss about just going to appreciate, watch shows, have fun. And when you're a music maker, it's a lot different, you know, because now you actually got to work. You got to, you know, exactly. hey, Rob, we're coming over tonight, tomorrow night, the next night. You know, we need you to get on that shit, you know. For sure. But it's what it is. It comes yeah. with the gig. You know? <laughs> work hard. But there's so much to talk about, you know, about like Detroit hardcore and metal and punk. and Detroit hate metal. Detroit hate metal. <laughs> exactly. And like going genocide. To genocide, March 3rd or 5th or somewhere oh, in that area. It's one of those days. <laughs> no, March 4th. 
Yeah, like I said, dude, there's so much history and shit. Dude, I would go back to fucking Motown and talk about it if someone wanted to. I mean, hey, dude, yeah. You know. That's why I always put Detroit on the map of, like, how I look Detroit is just everything. That, any kind of music genre. There's Innovators. Oh, there's, there's a Detroit in there somewhere that has done it better. Innovators. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And take a one step, you know, further and push and fucking, yeah. there's always something different sounding. Like, yeah. Lucky us. Lucky know? us. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's just what it is. Times. You tell me a harder city on the planet. Dude. I mean, I, you know. There's no harder. Harder scene, harder city. It's here. If you want the smoke. We want the smoke. You guys want the we smoke. We want the smoke. The smoke. I remember those shirts came and went, man. It's Does he even sell any of them? Or? Yeah. Yeah. We we got more it's coming. Still, okay. They sold out, didn't they? Immediately. Yeah. Right? yeah. We got... Uh, I actually got another run coming from Edgeman. Okay, hell yeah! So, shout out Jim. Big Lawson. shout out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll be here within a week. So I'll bring. You know, I I didn't know you had all this stuff, or I would have brought you some shit. We're gonna bring you a smash. So I'm gonna bring backdrop. you a smash. Sure, you can throw up. Yeah, there, dude. I'll give you some smash shit. And, Put it somewhere. Uh, bring you in, what size shirt you got? Two X. Two X. Yeah, I got the we want big boy hardcore. That's like me. I'm two X. You that one. Yeah. I should be X. So Big Rick tells me I'm a large, but hey, I wear two X. Like winter, <laughs> you know what I mean? winter is here. Well, I get all my clothes from Big Rick. I like that Terror Zone podcast you got up there too. That's dope. Yeah. I had another one right there. Yeah. Sometimes I use two cameras, and I that's the first time anybody's been over to uh, record in this area. Right on. So yeah, you know, like Norman, I had two cameras so you could see. Because you were set up different last time we were. Yeah, doing. it was a over bit. on that side, and I had like a curtain up and shit, but not just a big ass pot leaf over there. This is sorry, we're stoned. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just uh, I got the whole music a uh, theme going on, and some comedy shit over there, and. Fucking oh, yeah. sports over by the bar. I like this it. This is Ron. the spot, this man. Is. You having a Super Bowl party or what? Uh, yeah. If you want to watch football, <laughs> I, I don't watch football. I have a Super Bowl party. I watch basketball. I I'm a basketball head. I am not into sports at all. Besides, no. like uh, hockey. Combat I mean, sports. I see what's yeah. hockey over there. Yeah. That. Well, yeah, a lot of the shit is my dad's stuff. Like, okay. Because okay. so, he owned a store and like he'd get shit from uh like vendors and stuff like. Dude, I was about to say, me and my brother had and... fucking a bunch of those hockey pucks and shit. Well, those are from, from Little Caesars, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> Little man. Caesars back in the day, get one when you bought a yeah. pizza. And, <laughs> That's uh, fucking bad. <laughs> so all those are somewhat collectible. Oh, yeah. But those little kegs and shit, keg dude. But, uh, yeah, hockey's about yeah. the only thing. This was early 90s or, like, mid-90s hockey is what? That's where about the at. wings, dude. You know, the... Yeah. Like the wings shit. were fucking awesome. Yeah. Fuck Sergey Fedorov. But the <laughs> wings were fucking <laughs> What dope. happened with him? I hey, him. I got a long story oh, about this shit. motherfucker. But I'll say that for another interview. <laughs> what happened? You have to tell me. You really want to know? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, so back when I'm like... I, I'm like 18, 19, and uh, <laughs> I'm dating this girl for like ever, Ashley, and uh, we were together, and we were, you know, very serious to me, and she was my, she was my girl. And, uh, she's a very beautiful girl. And uh, she meant this. She <laughs> hey, she meant this motherfucker at, at a club, and uh, she ended up. No, she's like nineteen. She ended up dating this dude, Sergey Fedorov. This motherfucker's like forty, you know. But I don't know any of this, right? And one day we're out. I pick her up to go eat at the mall. We went to KFC, I think. And I'm like uh, sitting there, and she's she's on. Uh, someone calls her. I'm thinking it's her mom, you know. She's like, shh. shh. I'm like, all right, right, her mom or some shit. I'm like, who, who are you on the phone with? And she's like, it's Sergey Fedorov. I'm like, oh, word. 
<laughs> so I snatched that fucking phone up. And I'm like, listen, you fucking, you know, I was saying some mean things, you know. I was like, you know, I lied to him. I'm like, this is my wife. If you fuck with my wife again, I'm going to kill you on the fucking ice. You fucking, fucking surgery, faggot. You know what I mean? So, and I was like, uh, that's my wife. You know what I mean? And uh, he, he got shook. I don't think he hit her up no more after that. I, I don't know. You know, but just, you know. That's hilarious. Sergey Federal, you know. And then my wife now, we get, you know, we got, we met, you know. And what does she have in her room, of course? This big poster of Sergey Federal. <laughs> Number 91. I'm like, I'm like this motherfucker, yeah, man. He's showing up in your life. Yeah, <laughs> right. he won't leave me the fuck alone, man. <laughs> oh, Shout shit. out to Sergey Federal. That's funny as hell. Motherfucker. Shout out to fucking Steve Eiser, man, homie, for holding that shit down. Oh, yeah. Is he back to the wing? I heard he's coming back to do some sort of general managing or some shit. Back I really don't wings. fuck with hockey anymore. Okay. I can't. Well, f- I never have fuck with hockey. Fucking I mean, bro. Exactly. I just said, okay. They're, they're on ice skates, G. Yeah. So for me, it's like I can't take it. It's, you know, all them dudes are like, they're the toughest. It's like they got cute hair, G. You know what I mean? Like they got good looking hair. I mean, don't get me wrong. It takes some fucking skill to get out on the ice, man. Yeah. yeah I mean, to you me, the throw greatest... down like Bob Probert on some skates has got to be That's tough. That's what I'm saying. Man. Or McCarty. I mean, oh, come yeah, on. hell yeah. I grew up in a, playing basketball in the hood. So for me, it's always been a sport I just gravitated to. You know, mm-hmm. hockey was like the rich kid sport. We couldn't play hockey because yeah. our parents, you know, my parents couldn't buy me. Skates and yeah, we need skates. Yeah, we need skates. It's you know? expensive. Oh, yeah. For it's sure. an expensive sport, you know. Basketball yeah. was like, here's a ball. I'll go find it. You a $4 play. ball and you're good. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. Class. Well, I mean, you guys said you got about an hour, what so. Yeah, man. Nothing. I mean, you got to get up early for work. Uh, what? You got to get up early? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I got to get up at fucking. 3.30. Uh, I said my offer. 337. <laughs> 337. Hey, I'll be sleeping. I'm to work by like 4:15. Yeah. You know, I'm on so, lunch. I give him a call in the morning. He's just getting He's done. on lunch at 8. He's on lunch at 8 a.m. <laughs> like, I'm still dude. drinking coffee. Fuck. What do you do? I mean my Pop-Tarts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you on the line? No, I work for uh Sterling Stamping. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, man. Been there about 10 years. 10 years. A union or no? Yeah. Yeah, union thug. Union Taking thug. your breaks. And Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> yeah, where's Jimmy at? Brand, where's Brand. Jimmy at? <laughs> Another hustler buried in the streets of Detroit. Another one, somewhere. yeah. Who, who knows? But in the lake. we said that's it, man. I mean, appreciate you guys coming by. Dude, thanks thanks for, for having us. us. I mean, talking some shit. You know, After I mean, genocide releases, we'll like to come back, too. Do, anytime, man. Yeah. Until oh, yeah. you're out here. For whatever, dude. But talk some shit. We, we can talk about more time to shoot the shit. We'll, yeah, you know, yeah. Can kick it. Yeah, yeah. We and sort if of you want to ever, morning. you know, one on ones with Brandon or me, no big deal. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? I, I'm literally two miles away. Yeah. I'll come do a one on one. Brandon can do a one on one. And because I, I know you have questions for more me, more mm-hmm. Brandon. Yeah. You know, but together it's kind of like we focus on smash. Yeah. Just talk you know some shit every yeah. time. But like I said, I appreciate it. One more time with the date of let's see, pre-order it now. But pre-order it now, Upstate Records. March 4th. March 4th. March 5th, come out to... Parts and Labor in Melvin Dill. You got it. Terror Zone, appreciate you having us, man. Good show. Keep doing what you're doing because you're killing it. Thank My you. My man. Over and out. Over and out. All right. Easy peasy. I like it.